0: Welcome to SENT 315. We're here to encourage and equip Christians to engage in the adventure of sharing Jesus with those that God puts into their life. And we're so glad you're here. Hey everybody, this is uh, Kevin Miller, your host of scent 315. I am with our producer, Sarah Maine Hello. And our consummate engineer, Matt Hall.
1: Yeah.
0: And I don't know if you can say <laughs> hello or not, but we're really truly here uh, to help people, Christians, share Jesus with people that God puts into their lives. And um, this is especially for you if you don't want to, (laughs) or you're terrified of, or maybe you just don't know how. This is a podcast really for non-evangelists. If evangelists sneak in, you're welcome, I guess. But this is to help the regular folks out there. And I'll tell you, it's really on our heart because... This is a time where the world really needs the love and hope and power of Jesus. And we really feel that we're the ones that Jesus has sent you guys and us, just like the Father sent him. So we're going to try to do this in 30 minute or less bites. Yeah. And, uh, and we wanted to get started today to just tell you where this thing started from and what you might be able to expect in the future.
1: As we're getting into this, Why don't you just share, you know, how did this start? How did you get to be a a Christian who not only loves to share Jesus with people, but who also really enjoys and finds passion um, and energy from teaching Christians how to share Jesus with people? I feel like it's a unique thing about you. So how did it start? Do you have any stories that, um, you know, a moment or something like that?
0: One came to mind as I was driving here to the studio today, and that was um, over a decade ago, um, I was going into Costco, and I was thinking about what our church, Foothills Christian Church, does, most magnificent church in the world uh, pecu- <laughs> peculiar in some ways, but very it's magnificent. A good church, yes. Yeah. And I was thinking about, you know, how many kids we normally reach. We're in COVID now, yeah. but before that they, we counted it up. It was about five thousand contacts. Yeah. a week. It's crazy. Okay, way so crazy. Cool. Yeah, we.
1: I was one of those kids. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, and
0: I was a bus kid. So I, you know, I uh, it was amazing, and I was you know happy about that. And but I was thinking as I went into Costco, what about these kind of middle class regular folks? Mm-hmm. You know, what what are we doing for them and with them? Mm-hmm. And I got this vision. Uh, I don't know if it was heavenly supernatural or not. I didn't hear any <laughs> trumpets or anything. But I got this vision of sitting at this little uh, table, not plywood, but uh, particle board. There we go. Particle board table, little round one. I'd be on a chair like I am right now, and I'd have two chairs in front of me mm-hmm. and a little sign that said, need prayer, kind of like the need milk or got yeah. milk, you know, kind yeah. of thing. Three and, samples. Yeah. That would even have been <laughs> trickier. But and just sitting out front of Costco, and somebody needs prayer, so that's where it started from. And uh, so I went, yeah, that'd be cool. I'll do that. And then a few weeks or months went by, and I think I heard the Lord again, and He said, "So when are you going to do that?" And I said, "I'm going <laughs> to oh, do no. it. Get off, get off my back. I'll do it." And He goes, "When?" Well, I'll do it right now. <laughs> so I went back to my little office, the one our friend David Matranga has now. It's a, oh, it's yeah. a rather large closet. Mm-hmm. And I unscrewed the legs off this table and I printed up a need prayer sign and got some folding chairs. We've got thousands of those. and But then I knew that I couldn't do it at Costco. That wasn't quite it. And mm-hmm. I started thinking about it. And I don't know why, maybe because I had been in some legal trouble or something, I don't remember. I went, the courthouse! When you're going to court, you need prayer. <laughs> Definitely, every, that'll be it. So, boom, I went right to the courthouse here in downtown El Cajon. Sat up in my chair, had a Bible, and I did. And the main thing I remember is I didn't want anybody with me. I didn't want to be engaged. I wanted to see the opportunities. I'm, I'm not a like a overwhelming scary kind of guy. Like you know, I just <laughs> no, smile no. at folks and stuff. <laughs> very and very
1: kind man. <laughs> every
0: single. Friday I would go and I would be there at lunch I'd spend maybe two hours there sitting out in front and you know just <laughs> looking silly or whatever <laughs> and every Friday I got to pray with people every yeah. Friday and I'm not going to tell all the stories about that now because there's really fun salvation stories and yeah. when a sheriff came out with a gun and told me to move stories oh, okay really good ones
1: wait you got to tell us a little bit about that one. You can't just drop that. Well, and
0: then... I mean, he came out and said, you can't be here. Because if there's like some kind of emergency evacuation, people will trample you.
1: <laughs> You're and I like, looked at uh, him like, okay. okay, come on. I'm a runner. Yeah, <laughs> like... he'll never
0: catch me. <laughs> but the deal is, is like, okay, that it sounded, I was behind a pillar. I'm not getting run over. Yeah, I wasn't in anybody's way. It's America <laughs> and all of that. But he did have a gun and i asked myself that wasn't scared of the gun, but i asked myself lord what do you want me to do yeah and so what happened which has happened other times to me where i just went okay, am i going to stand up you yeah. know, or am i going to if I, am i going to compromise mm-hmm. and so in this case i asked him where can i go and he put me far far away from the front door <laughs> of the church but it was some stairs that was really a a pathway okay cool. and that day um, a guy who, a young man who had tried to kill himself came and sat down and wow. talked to with me. So I went, okay, this is confirmation. This is okay. Yeah. You can work even here, Jesus. Yeah. Okay. So,
1: so the I'll, Lord used this cop to move you to the perfect yeah, spot. I guess he did. Yeah, <laughs> he did. Yeah, did. that's awesome.
0: And there's way, way great stories with that one. And then other people uh, spun off of that and mm-hmm. downtown in the rain. Uh, shout out to uh, my good friend. Bravo, you know who you are, out in the rain in front of a courthouse there with a cardboard sign and a baby resale shop and all over. It was really very cool, people just expressing it their own way. And that was kind of the start, over a decade ago, for this. And I really think I heard from the Lord. So you know that thing I kind of planted in your head, Kevin, about (laughs) this podcast? When are you going to do it? Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. (laughs) And he goes, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm going to give you a producer, give you an engineer, give you a state-of-the-art studio, give you a a director-editor dude. And uh, so all you have to do is do what you do, which is sit down and talk. uh, Okay. (laughs) It sounds a lot easier now. So here we are. Yeah. How did you get talked into this? And what do you think (laughs) about this whole thing?
1: you pulled me into your office. (laughs)
0: Different office, bigger, grander (laughs) office now.
1: It's a good office. Um, Yeah, so I've been um, working on building my career in media while working for the church where Kevin's a pastor. And uh, he pulled me in a few months ago and was like, hey, can you help me produce? Because he heard I was going to LA for a week to produce somebody else's (laughs) podcast. And uh, he told me about it and uh, knowing you, Kevin, for... A long, long time. When
0: you were the evil Sarah Maine, that <laughs> oh, long. Oh boy,
1: that was a nickname. It wasn't a, wasn't a real name. It was ironic. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's right.
0: <laughs> There's no evil in her.
1: Well, thanks to Jesus. Um, and yeah, and you were telling me about it, in your heart and your vision to teach people to grow in sharing their faith in a way that's natural and, and comfortable for them, the way that the Lord's made them. And that, of course, was very like, yes, like I want to do that. And also knowing you, Kevin, you're the guy that does that every day and you pursue that and you pursue learning about it and you, you know, you've started different classes and ministries over the years to teach people to do that. And so I'm really excited because with this format, we can get it out to people you know, easier in our church so they can kind of, you know, sometimes it's easier to send them a podcast than getting them to come Sunday at nine o'clock. Right. And then also it's gonna go outside of that, you know, broader and help more people. So I'm just grateful to be a part of the process and help you with your vision for it and dream and I'm excited for, you know, people to start sending us how it's helped them and we wanna hear your stories and um, and just how the Lord uses it, and it's just going to be really fun. Right on, and really we really crazy. see
0: it. I think we both agree that this should be a dialogue. Yes. So it's it's a conversation, a God conversation, mm-hmm. um, with authors. Uh, with e, real live, capital E evangelists, yeah. uh, with normal people who found a way in trying environments, like your dad, mm-hmm. I'm going to have him on for sure, yeah. uh, where you, you have to navigate and, and see how God made you, where he planted you. And just like he brought you to me to help me with this, mm-hmm. and just like the sheriff sent me, not to jail, <laughs> but up the stairs, God will provide a way if we're faithful yes. uh, to to what he's Talking, I mean, I remember Erwin McManus, who we both enjoy quite a bit. Yes, um, in the Barbarian Way, uh, his son, that scoundrel Aaron, had gotten kicked out of camp.
1: <laughs> you, you can't say things like oh, that. Scoundrel, bad.
0: He used They're a,
1: gonna shout us out! Oh,
0: <laughs> cool! Give us a shout, Aaron. I want to talk to you about Calvinism. I we be, we
1: love the McManus. Sister. Yes,
0: we do. Absolutely. <laughs> well, he was talking about his son being a scoundrel at that time. He got kicked out of camp. Oh, and yes. there was an altercation, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. so I think I got the story right. He, you know, got into a little fuss, and and so short short, short version is his dad said, uh, Aaron. So uh, do you know what you should do? And he said, yeah, but I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I don't want to. And he, he said, so you've heard from, from the Lord what you're supposed to do and you're not going to do it. I got to tell you, son, that's a dangerous place. Yeah. Because if you don't respond to the voice of the Lord in his direction, you will, his voice will get quieter and quieter. Yeah. Until you don't hear from him. And then at some point, you may not believe that you have ever heard from him. Yeah. So it was powerful for me because in those times where we do have an opportunity to share our faith, if we engage in it, he gives us more. And it's yes. an adventure. It's craziness. It's really really good. But if we get cold or lethargic or apathetic or mm-hmm. too stinking busy and distracted with just the other things, kind of like, you know, Jesus telling Martha, "Hey Martha, chill out. Come on. I know you're doing good stuff, but I'm Jesus and I'm here. Yes. It's okay, right? Yeah. But it can be that way for us in the world, especially us in the world and today. So um, looking for those opportunities is um, is really, really important and responding, even if you fail bitterly.
1: Yeah, and I think it's important too to remember, you know, we don't have to make those opportunities happen. We just have to have our heart postured right before the Lord and be open to them, and when they come before us, we say yes in those moments. I know for me, some of the craziest, um, cool, sharing my faith stories that I have, they came in completely unexpected moments um, where the Lord just opened up the door. I was telling um, Kevin about one yesterday where um, I was in community college at the time, and I was taking a television studio class, And for this class, like we had a full um, television studio and we each would run a different position. So you would run the sound and you would run the uh, teleprompter and the camera and you'd play director directing the angles. And so we would go all the way around, including the reporter, the interviewer and the interviewee. And on the day that I got to be um, one of the reporter people in front of the camera, I got paired with this guy who I'd barely talked to in the whole class because we were just moving around a lot. So you, there wasn't a lot of like chat time <laughs> with people. And the way that we would kind of find like an interesting point to interview each other off of, we'd just start chatting and we had like icebreaker questions mm-hmm. yeah. to ask each other. And um, I was 19 at a time so it was like, I don't know, eight years ago, and I really wanted to be a pastor's wife at this time in my life.
0: Don't we <laughs> in, all? Hasn't uh, <laughs> you wanted to
1: be a pastor's
0: wife? Ken? Never.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I, that was like one of my main desires at the time. So when he asked me, like, "Hey, what's your vision for your future? Like, what do you want to do?" You know, and he was a little older than me in his thirties and. And so I, I didn't have anything else to say because that was really something I wanted. So I said, well, I want to be a pastor's wife. And it just floored him. He couldn't even believe it and immediately told me, well, I'm an atheist. There you go.
0: Now a conversation <laughs> has begun.
1: And I was like, cool. And he just couldn't believe it. That I wanted to be a pastor's wife. He was like, wait, 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 you really? Like, I've never heard anyone say that. And then he decided I'm interviewing you for the interview. And so we get up there, you know, we're all set up. And then for the interviews, we're almost eight to 10 minutes long. And you would have to pay attention the whole time because you're running the set, you know, whatever position you were doing. So people are listening. Yes, you're engaged listening. This whole interview basically turned into this really cool God conversation, as you would call it, Kevin, where I got to share my faith and what I believe and why and my story with the Lord and background with this atheist as he was asking me questions in front of the whole class, you know, quiet on the set, everybody shut up and listen. (laughs) And it was just, I was so amazed. And it was a really great conversation. And he started going into a little bit of apologetics because religion is something he was really into it opened up the door after class we actually went to the cafeteria and some of the other students went with us and we kept talking and you know and the lord was just working on it but i remember sitting there and just being like how did this happen that i'm in front of the whole class sharing about you lord it was just you know it was so natural it wasn't forced the lord opened the door but it started with the honesty, you know. Yeah. Where it was like, well, what do you want to be? And I was like, well, what else am I going to say? Right. Like, it was a natural thing up, for you to say, though. It yeah, was. it was. Came
0: from your heart. They yeah. Heard, they heard that. It was just like, this is me.
1: Right. And that was what impressed him so much because he was like, "What? Are you serious?" Like.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I've had conversations really cool. uh, with atheists that are. Uh, first, first off, seriously, most of the people that I talk to end up probably not being. Really, like, definitive atheist. Yeah, there's an anger or a hurt or something, but you don't earn the right to be heard yeah. until you listen, which yeah. is a, like a complete podcast in itself or ten. Yes, but if you're if you're just sincere and disarming, it's amazing what kind of conversations can happen. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, one of the things that um, that I w- I wanted to talk about uh, in a little bit here and a whole lot more later. I think it's really important that we're spending this time in conversation so the people who are listening, whoever they are, uh, can can just get a, a flavor of us, a taste of us, and see yeah. if, you know, we promise, I promise, I'll get better. I don't know if Sarah <laughs> has any more room for improvement. but <laughs> oh, I promise. I <laughs> if, if you like us even a little bit now, you may like us a little bit more later. Especially because um, there's just a lot of, Interesting people that I know that yeah. bring their uh, fears or failures or or accidental successes yeah. like you had right <laughs> um, that really can speak to so many different people. Hopefully, there's a lot of different types of people, yeah. and what we found from looking at um, some of the stuff from you know experts like. Um, Middleburg and those guys that have put things together way you know that can help define how we're built and how we communicate and how we don't have to compare ourselves to anybody else definitely i think when i've taught classes one of the two two of the most exciting things for me when i've taught classes number one is when somebody gets the light bulb that they really are already effectively sharing their faith And they don't have to have any guilt or shame because they're not like Billy Graham or Todd White or yeah yeah (laughs) nice braids. So once that relaxation comes in, and Mm -hmm. you know you're this no this is what Jesus meant. Mm -hmm. This you're doing it. Yeah. The other thing is, um, I remember I got to teach uh, at a middle school teach about um, God conversations and sharing your faith, and a. A uh, young man in the class after I had left, and we just went through basics and stuff. It was fun. I loved it. Um, said, you know what? I'm not really a Christian. And he gave his life to the Lord in a class about sharing his faith. That's awesome. And I, yeah. you know, he's got a testimony here, yeah, sitting in this class, hearing about sharing my faith and realized I didn't have one. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of different examples uh, that other lives have, not just us, that yeah. we get to share with them. We get to bring some of our friends in.
1: Yeah, I think too, you know, when you think about who Jesus picked as his disciples, <laughs> they were all sorts of different personalities. Peter was the more like in your face, like, I'm going to go for it. The other disciples, they weren't as much like that. You know, Thomas, he seems to me he was a lot more logical, you know, and skeptical kind of a person. Right? Sure. And John was obviously more like just mm. peaceful and loving kind of personality except when he, he had, when
0: he, he and his brother wanted to call down the fire on those so yeah. he was a <laughs> son <laughs> was of thunder.
1: Jank. Anyways, there's that, you know, that range that you have and I think that's important too because the people that aren't Christians there's a range of them Bingo. too and so sometimes someone who doesn't know the Lord yet they need a more skeptical thinker like a right. Thomas to reach them and so it's just so beautiful how the Lord uses different people and puts them in the place, the right, right time yeah. to reach those people.
0: And he wants to use everyone. I yes. Mean, uh, in, like you said, that we'll be trying to communicate in the way that God made them. There's a book that I really, really like. It's called Evangelism for the Rest of Us. And you know, for me, evangelism is the E word. It's got so much weight <laughs> to it and the, the you know, non-believers, you know, they've got a feeling about evangelism and all that, but evangelism (laughs) for the rest of us is about how God made some of us, not so much me, but some of us, introverts. Mm. And introverts write most of the books. They really, (laughs) and they sit with each other or in in a small group at a coffee shop and have no problem communicating. It's not that these people are shy or backwards or something. It's that they just don't want to be shouted at On a corner with a bullhorn, and they certainly (laughs) don't want to be that person. Who
1: doesn't want that? I know. I
0: don't know. (laughs) Let's see if we can find one come on the show. Speaking of coming on the show, it won't always just be you and me, right, Sarah? Yeah. So some of the guests that I'm really looking forward to bringing on, some are regular folks who have navigated strange situations. There are people who have overcome obstacles, and then there's experts. So we've got some plethora of books. I do. I have a bookcase of books. And having those people come in, those that will be adventurous enough to to do that, to share um, way wisdom. Uh, And so we've we've got more people coming that will relate to these range of people that we were just talking about. Um, Why don't you talk about some of the other things besides the podcast that we're going to be using?
1: Definitely. Yeah. So we have a website. It's sent315.org. Again, sent315, that's the numbers.org. And on there, you're going to find more details about who we are, what we're doing. And then uh, there's really cool resource page, right, Kevin, with some yeah. of these experts and, and people and books and uh, some that you're really excited about.
0: Yeah, the resource page is is exciting because you know there there are there is a large range of people, and so being able to understand your style and your personality and how God made you, so you can organically share that. For apologists, we'll have some of that links to some people that know way more than I do about that kind of thing. So it's basically a collection of everything that I've read that I think might be helpful to people. So the resource page is going to be an exciting one for me.
1: Definitely. And on there as well, you can sign up for our newsletter because we have a lot of other things that uh, we're not ready to talk about right now, but we'll be launching in the future. Um, There's going to be trainings uh, extra outside of the podcast. There's going to be um, some community groups where you can get encouraged with other people who are putting this practically into practice and uh, we also have our instagram page which is really a great way for us to engage directly with you um, it is sent underscore three fifteen. That's our Instagram again. Sent underscore three fifteen with the numbers as the numbers. Yep. And on there, uh, we would love for you to follow us to share it with friends. We're going to be posting clips from our podcasts. Also, DM us. We want to know uh, what your struggles are. What you want to hear us talk about, if you have questions, we'll probably do some Q&A episodes and have fun with that. We'd love to just engage with you on there.
0: And one of the ways that I've found to be effectively, I mean, very effective in having people help you and do what you'd really, really like them to do, is we'll be having giveaways as well. So many of the resources that we have, we really want to give it away. And the idea is, as this grows and more people become a part of this, then uh, the Word of God is getting spread more and more and more, which is what should be happening. (laughs) So that is all real exciting, and we just thank you for listening and engaging with us as we go along.
1: We'll be doing this weekly and posting and on the journey with you, and I think we should close in prayer.
0: Father, thank you so much just to allow us to be about your business. It is a joy, Father. And uh, so we just pray right now that you would use this, that you would bless the people who are listening to this to be ignited, to share your love with the people that you've planted in their lives and that you've called them to be a light to. It's just so, so good, Father. And we love you. In Jesus' name.